0: Bobby Bones, post show, pre show.
1: I had a friend tell me about this show on Netflix called The Queen's Gambit. Is that what it's called? It's awesome. You watch it too?
2: Yeah. We started this weekend, watched two episodes. It's very, very interesting. What is it? It's all about this girl and her dream of being the best chess player in the world. And like, it's her story, how it starts out. She's an orphan and she starts learning in the basement by playing the janitor of the school. And it just. Is it true? I don't think so. Oh. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I just saw people posting about it, and I didn't even know what it was about. And I was like, okay, if everybody seems to like it, I'll tune in. So we watched two episodes, and I have no idea. I haven't done any research on it. Netflix? Netflix. Sounds it's like, good. It's like Sylvester the Cat. Netflix.
1: <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, average tomato, 100% from critics, 96% on ninety uh, six o- uh, audience score. Based on the novel by Walter Tevis, the next. Oh. The Netflix le- what is it called? Now, I don't guess it's real though, huh, Mike? No. Okay. Man, if it would have been, though, that would have been even more. <laughs> I started watching it right now. I did see a story, too. The sons of members of these bands, I'm going to play you clips from these different bands uh, Stone Temple Pilots, you may know this. This is Scott Weiland, the lead singer who's not alive. Yep. But his son is in this band. Uh, here's Guns N' Roses. The son of the guitar player Slash <laughs> plays the drums. And here's one more band. This is Metallica. This is the son of the bassist and Metallica plays bass. Robert Trujillo. Yeah. Ty yeah. is the guy. So, so you have the lead singer from Stone Temple Pilots singing, but okay. it's all sons. Uh-huh. Of oh, these then, guys. And then one other guy Who's they have to be like, dude? Can't you?
3: <laughs> who's your dad, What's your dad do? Uh <laughs> Clint. He's like, yeah, uh, he's a dentist. Worked at the mill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they couldn't find one more son of a guy just to round right? out the whole thing. But I thought that was pretty cool. It's called "Consequence of Sound." No,
4: "Suspect 208." Yeah, that's the band. I don't Suspect know a lot of a lot
1: of words. Uh, "Suspect 208." Uh, do you want to hear a, the the song is called "Long Awaited" from the group? Here you go. She tries. Hey, listen, it is what it is, meaning that's what you expect. It may not be your sound, but I like it. Kind of sounds a little Stone Tumble Pilot-ish. The distortion
3: on the voice, like the effect there, it does sound like...
1: I am smelling like a roses. rose at somebody
3: game. Yeah. The, and, and I guess that's his son, so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that some of the other songs, though, they do like, all right, this one is Guns N' Roses influenced, and then this one is Metallica sounding. Yeah, they probably won't do that. I think though. they'll just combine influence <laughs> and be a band. <laughs> probably so.
1: By the way, I taught Eddie how to do something on the phone this weekend.
3: Dude, thank you. That was amazing.
1: It was. It, it, whenever you're sending a text on an iPhone, if you hold that blue arrow, it gives you all the
3: options. Yeah, the send button, right? You hold that down. And then one of them is... Invisible ink. And so you can't even see
1: it, but just put your finger over it to see it. And so I was sending Eddie texts. Oh, boy. But then I sent him one that was like, hey, Eddie, penis, 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 vagina. Yes. And I didn't know his son was on his computer.
3: Where I get texts.
2: Oh. But
1: But it was
4: in
2: invisible ink. Yes, so he couldn't see it. But how do you, <laughs> if someone sent that to you, wouldn't you think, oh, they accidentally sent nothing? No, uh, no, no, because it's fuzzy. You, you see fuzzy You now. know
3: something sent, but you literally have to touch it with your finger to see what it is.
2: That's crazy. I man. know,
3: it's awesome. It's
2: kind of cool. Well, here's
1: the thing. I have to go, because uh, I have to go to the dentist. I just want to come on, do a little post-show, talk sloppily about a new band. I, I wasn't very <laughs> good suspect by Suspect too Yeah, man. yeah, so, okay. Um, I got to go and get my tooth replaced, so I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Here is Monday's show, which by the way, Amy will be back tomorrow, we hope. Goodbye. Here we go. Come on,
4: Bobby. Bobby
0: Transmitting right. across America. Turn it up. Hey. This is the Bobby Bones show. Now let's go.
1: What's happening? Hope you guys had a good weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I wanted to start with this cuz it's uh, pretty much a PSA for all of our listeners. So we've talked on the show before about sometimes you'll get a call that goes, hey, this is a U.S. Customs agent. Call back or you'll be arrested. It's, it's all a scammer, right? Yeah. But so Scuba Steve got this call.
5: Call back to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Now, if I don't hear a call from you, we will have to issue an arrest warrant under your name and get you arrested. So give us a call back as soon as you get this message. Thank you.
3: That's scary. Like if you don't know, you don't even think that's fake, that's scary.
5: So basically it says call back
1: and you can get arrested. Yeah. And so a lot of people do. Cuz you're right. That's that's kind of scary. So Lunchbox decided to call him back. <laughs> to to prank them. <laughs> to see what the process is like. Prank the scammer? What he yeah. needed to do to make sure he wouldn't get arrested. Once he finally got him not to hang up on him, he pleaded his case. Here we go. This is Lunchbox calling <laughs> that scammer.
2: U.S. Customs um, Border Patrol. Oh, yeah, this is Jason Gibble. I got a call saying that you were going to... You, 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 I needed a call back that you, you had a warrant for my arrest or you were going to arrest me. Okay, let me check in my
0: records. I'm <sighs> um, sorry, sir. We don't have any records of Jason
4: Kimball on this no, line. No, no, Gibble, Gibble, you and got the... We, you're...
2: Call up. we call up from Mr. Stephen. That's my brother.
0: Yeah, and where is the brother?
2: Uh, my, brother's, my brother's right here. Hold up. Hello, this is Stephen. I'm at work. You called my you called my for my brother. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm Steve.
5: You're a, you're a very bad actor, sir. You <laughs> have to work
2: out more. No, sir. I'm trying to figure out. You call and you say that I have I a just,
5: warrant. I from- just want to
2: see
4: how long.
5: Yeah, I just want to see how long you can go, okay?
4: You uh,
5: just calling up here in this number before, okay? From before you're calling up in this number, and I know who you are. You're just trying to play games with the, with us, okay? I know who you are, so stop pretending
2: who you are, okay? No, you 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 play games with me. You say that I have a warrant for my arrest. I'm Steve. What do you want me to do? I don't want to go to jail. It's funny that the guy who's trying to scam you out of money won't even take your prank call. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, you think he'd take any call and hopefully get some money out of it? Yeah. Also, you can hear people in the background doing the same thing. Yeah, crazy. Like, they must be in a room somewhere laying out these calls. It's like a call center and then trying
3: to scam folks out of money. But they did pinpoint a person that they're looking for. Scuba Steve, right? And like Yeah, they're, they're calling me to try to get me on this. What'd you do? I, I don't have no idea. That's what I was trying to find out. I was really curious to see what they had on me, what the record was. But I think to everyone's point here, it's just a scam to get money out of you to scare you to give them money.
1: Well, and two, whenever Lunchbox goes on as Steve, we all know that wasn't Steve. That was Nico Jackson, <laughs> of Jackson. course. Lunchbox, <laughs> we all
2: know that. Lunchbox, Lunchbox is a character. I mean, what's Nico. sad is I got told by the scammer that I'm a bad actor. Who's that, acting. Yeah, like who's he's exactly. oh, come They're on, great.
3: man. You should have told him once. should have been like, all right, let me hear your customs guy again. <laughs> I'll be Nico. Yeah. You be customs. We're all acting here.
1: <laughs> he's <me> so mad. <laughs> If you get that call, don't believe it. That's basically what the point of this
0: is.
3: That's crazy, man.
0: It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land.
1: Let's go, baby. Number five. Number five. A 100-year-old man near San Diego named Don Shin just set a world record for his age by throwing a Frisbee golf disc almost 200 feet. That a boy. He used to teach judo. Says he's just a natural athlete. Again, he's 100 years old. Wow. Here's Don talking about how it brings him joy.
0: It makes me uh, very happy to play because it helps me to prolong my life. Here I am doing better than anybody else for my age bracket.
1: I just want to talk at 100. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I can just do that part of it, that's amazing.
4: Number four.
1: A guy in Ohio named Colt recently found out that the Akron marathon would be virtual this year. So he signed up. He ran 35 laps around the hospital that's treating his four year old son's cancer. And he also raised $16,000 for him. Here's Colt
2: talking about it. I remember I came around the one corner and I was still you know, almost a full block away and I could hear him screaming, Go, Dad, go, run faster. Run, 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 run! And he had brought his you know, drums and he had a little you know, trumpet out there and he had made signs and he was cheering on and it was the you know, best possible thing. That was a great story.
4: Number
1: three. Back in December, a woman from Chicago started dating a guy in London after they bonded on Facebook over their love of chunky cats. They both have cats that are a little bit overweight. <laughs> anyway, she went to visit him in July, and now four months later, she's still there. They just got engaged. That's cute. See, so you never know what you're going to bond right. over. It just happened to be Chunky Cats with them.
4: (laughs) Number two.
1: A devastating earthquake hit Turkey last week and collapsed a building, leaving a three-year-old girl stuck in the rubble. She was found almost three days later. Wow. 65 hours later, was taken to the hospital. The young girl was pulled out of the wreckage and held on to the firefighter who rescued her as she was wrapped in a foil blanket. They got her, though. Amazing. That long. Thank God. Crazy. Number one. When the pandemic hit, a woman in England named Nina Ambrose couldn't visit her dad who had Alzheimer's. So she got around it by volunteering at his nursing home, and now she sees him every day. She's even thinking about a career change because she likes working there so much. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And I want to end with that. That's pretty amazing.
2: That was The Good News Countdown. Lunchbox, why are you and your wife in a fight? Because this past weekend, my wife decided to sign me up for community service without even asking me (laughs) to help out in our neighborhood. That's cool. First of all, why are you saying the word neighborhood like that? Because it's our neighborhood. That's how she's phrasing. We, We need to help our neighborhood, and they're having something, so I signed you up. And do you have to do did you have to do it since you committed to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a commitment thing and you don't want to let your neighbors down. So they were planting like 500 trees in the neighborhood and so she signed me up for a 3-hour window to go out and plant freaking trees <laughs> around the neighborhood. That's sweet. Did she go with you? No, 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 because we got two kids. She's got to stay home and watch the kids. <laughs> but she's part of the whatever newsletter, community, Facebook. Well, I don't even know what exactly she's part of, but they were looking for volunteers, and she said, oh, my husband would love to help and signed us up. Did she ever think that you would stay home with the kids and she would go no. plant? No, 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 Would you have preferred that? Yes. Like, if you want to go help the neighborhood, go help the neighborhood. I can take care of the kids. I'm the dad. I know how to handle two kids. It's nap time. Cool. Pool, But no, for three hours, I went out there and dug little holes and stuck these little trees. Oh, how pretty. Look at our neighborhood. Like, not cool, wife. Did you make any good friends? No. Because it's all... I mean, You the talk people, to anyone? I mean, listen, the people that want to help out with the neighborhood, they're the kind of weird people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're really into the neighborhood, like the Facebook group, and they... Oh, I saw a stray cat, or I saw a guy in a blue hoodie walking. I mean, they're the nosy neighbors, and it's just like, okay... And they start talking to me while I'm planting trees. I'm like, man, I'm just here to plant trees. I'm not here to get to know your life story. He Marshawn lynches it at the press conference. <laughs> I'm just
3: here so I don't get fined.
2: Uh, I'm just here so I don't
3: get in trouble
1: at But, home. like,
2: it's not cool on my wife's part. Like, I understand we want to help the neighborhood, but if you want to do it together, not even that. You uh, ask me first. I was thinking about you because I knew you were upset at your wife. The headline is, Birthday gift
1: from girlfriend wins man a big lottery jackpot. Oh, my God.
2: So think about that. Oh my gosh!
1: Because Raimundo gave me a lottery ticket when he got married. Yeah. yeah.
2: How much you win? Zero. I won zero too. I, yeah, was I didn't win off. anything either. I think <laughs> it was the and it that's said terrible.
1: It said on the back one in three chance of win, and if all three yeah, of us yeah, that's, that's not, that's not right. Yeah. A man found a small birthday gift from his girlfriend that actually turned into a much larger present when the scratch-off lottery ticket she gave him won him two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. wow. So nice. The woman told. The lottery official, she bought the scratch-off ticket to give to her boyfriend as a birthday gift. The couple didn't realize the extent of their luck until they went back to the store and said, Hey, we won. And they were like, you won $182,116.25. Oh, the couple said they plan to put some of their winnings toward buying new cars and putting a down payment on a house. No, no, yeah. no, no, no.
2: no. Wait, What? The couple, he won. She didn't win crap. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's buying. Oh, my. Let's see. Maybe they've been together for 10 years or something there. And, I, I don't know, but the girlfriend ain't getting that money. What if they live together? She did buy it for him as a gift. Yes. And she can have... No, 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 no. You, you gave it what? to me as a gift. Like if Eddie, if, if I would have won a million dollars on that lottery ticket Ray gave me, he wouldn't have got anything. I wouldn't have bought him a new car. You wouldn't have bought him a new car? No! A million dollars? A million dollars. You're not going to buy him No a, chance. What, how am I going to... Honda Civic. <laughs> no. Ford Focus. How am I going to afford a boat and a Lambo if I give him part of my million? Well, none of us won, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true.
0: Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number 2's 30 Second Skinny. Dolly Parton has a Christmas special coming. A Holly Dolly Christmas will air on CBS featuring her singing holiday classics, some original songs, and Dolly sharing her Christmas stories. The show airs December 6th. Tim McGraw is dropping a greatest hits album this Friday. It's called McGraw Machine Hits featuring 14 songs including his new one with Midland called Redneck Girl. Here it is. Oh, give me, give me, give me, a minute. Give me, give me, give me a minute. Clint Black and his wife, Lisa Hartman Black, are releasing a duet that's inspired by their time on the TV show, The Masked Singer. It's called Till the End of Time and will be out on December 3rd. i Morgan number 2. That's your skinny.
1: It's time for the good news.
0: With Bobby. Tell
4: me something good.
1: Over the summer, Lawrence Hewitt found himself in a situation he wasn't expecting. He was being evicted from the home that he was renting. His landlord wanted to sell, and the 91-year-old Navy veteran needed a place to live. Luckily, his community in Nampa, Ohio, stepped up and made it happen for him. The realtor's name is Michael Christensen. He was in charge of overseeing the eviction. He says after meeting Hewitt, he wanted to do whatever he could to help him out. He knocked on doors, he worked his magic, and he found him a home. He gave up his commission on the deal. He even helped secure the VA loan from the vet. But then the house needed a bunch of work, including new paint, carpet, a new front step, and a roof. So this realtor, Christensen, set up a GoFundMe and also reached out to a lot of local businesses. They pitched in and donated or majorly discounted their services to get the home completely ready for Hewitt. Now he's got a new place to live. He's grateful for the love of his community. He said, quote, it made me feel real proud how people in Idaho go all out for veterans. Thought that was a fantastic story. Just wanted to share it with you guys this morning. That is what it's all about.
0: That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
2: This story comes to us from Florida. A 49-year-old man walked up to a Checkers burger stand and tried to order a burger, and they said, Sir, just to let you know, we are out of lettuce, so there will be no lettuce on your burger. And he lost it. Started yelling at the employees, threatening the employees. They call police. He goes to his car and sits there and waits for him. And then he gets arrested. Because they didn't have
1: lettuce? He couldn't buy a burger and walk right to the gas station? because oh, that's a lot of work. Well, but there's always, <laughs> well, not all gas stations have lettuce, but some do. <laughs> and why would you want, lettuce is gross. <laughs> yeah, lettuce to me, there is no, first of all, no nutritional value. Secondly, it doesn't taste good.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's just for the crunch. I mean, usually you take Maybe. the lettuce
2: off the burger.
3: Yeah. Who likes lettuce? Nah, I take it off. Nope. Morgan, do you like lettuce?
1: I
0: love lettuce. Ugh. Salads? I love to eat salads.
1: But you like it because it's a conduit to get other things in your mouth?
0: Yeah, but I also put lettuce on all my sandwiches.
1: Why? Because it doesn't taste like anything.
0: It, it adds a freshness to it, I think, would be what it does.
1: Well, I've never heard someone so passionate
2: about <laughs> lettuce. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs>
1: Let's go over and talk to Kelly. Kelly is in Virginia. Kelly, what's happening with you? How are you today?
5: Good. How you doing, Bobby?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I'm very grateful that you called the show, so thank you.
5: I am so excited. Well, we're going to so play excited.
1: Easy Trivia, and I'm going to go around the room. We have Lunchbox Eddie, Morgan number 2, Raymundo. I'm going to ask them all really easy trivia questions, and whoever yeah. lasts until the end wins. But you get to pick the the player here. Who would you like to represent you? And if they win, you win the prize.
5: I know. I know. That's hard. Is it? I've I've listened a long time to you guys.
3: Who
1: do you think of those four is
3: the smartest? Yeah. Kelly.
5: I think I'm going to go with Eddie. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Eddie. Wow.
3: That's the the no-brainer, Kelly, right?
2: Yeah, you are the no-brainer.
5: I mean, I... yeah, I'm going to go with Eddie. I know Lunchbox comes up with some really hard ones, and he goes through his little thoughts and and trying to figure them out. But
4: I think I'm going to go with... His
2: little uh, thoughts. Wow. I mean, his Anderson High thoughts. School, top 50% of my high school class. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to play. Easy trivia.
1: All the questions are easy. Huh. Let's see who lasts the longest. Basically, a battle royale. <laughs> yeah. Of trivia. Lunchbox, you first. They're super easy at the beginning. Okay. What city is the Statue of Liberty located? New York City. Correct. Eddie. Come on. Who stole Christmas in a Dr. Seuss story? The Grinch. Correct. Morgan. Which Disney cartoon character flies on a carpet? Aladdin. Correct. Raymundo Which Australian instrument comes back after being thrown away? Boomerang. Correct. Draw on to the second round. Nice job, everybody. Nice job. Lunchbox. Yep. Write down your alley on this question. How many years? Every how many years is the World Cup played? Four. Four years. That is correct. Woo. Eddie. Come on. Who lost her sheep in the nursery rhyme? Little Bo Peep. Correct. Morgan. What's the name of the line that runs through the middle of the earth? What's the name of the line? That runs through the middle of the earth.
4: <laughs>
1: Come on. What are you thinking? It's not your answer, but what yeah. are you thinking?
0: Well, I'm thinking of a fault line, but I, I don't know that that's what it's called. I, like, equator? Is that, I feel like that's so simple. The equator?
1: What? Okay, now I'm gonna ask you for your answer.
0: Okay, the equator.
1: Correct. <laughs> Remember, it's easy trivia, Morgan. <laughs> man. She's like I the San really Andreas fault. Oh, man, I was hoping she was going <laughs> fault line. <laughs> Raymundo, how many zeros are there in the number one million? Uh, there is six. Six is correct. You're all under really? round three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We are got a little harder here. Hey, Kelly, let me ask you. You've heard two rounds. How do you feel about your selection?
5: I, I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good.
1: Eddie's still in. She's feeling good. Lunchbox, what organ pumps blood to the body? The heart. Correct. <laughs> Eddie, a 747 is a type of what? Airplane. Correct. Morgan, you have another Disney question here. Okay. What's the Little Mermaid's name in the Disney film, The Little Mermaid? Ariel. Correct. Raymundo, what's the name of the biggest star? Uh, Biggest star is... um, What's the biggest star called? You got to go with, I'm going to say... It's either, it's one of two. Talk, say say what the two are <laughs> in your mind. The North Star? Oh, yeah. Or the Sun? I'm gonna, that's so dumb, but I'm gonna go with Sun. The answer is the Sun. There we go.
4: Wow! <laughs> Ray, that's a good one, dude. I didn't know
3: that one. I was like thinking of Orion. Orion? What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like a movie company. What is the
1: center of a hurricane called, Lunchbox?
2: Center of a
1: hurricane. The, um, the eye. Correct. When you mix red and blue, Eddie, what color does it make? Red and
3: blue is purple. Correct.
1: Morgan, what do doctors use to hear the heartbeat?
4: A
0: stethoscope.
1: Correct.
3: Oh. They're getting harder.
1: All, yeah, a little bit. But you've all moved on. Yes. One round four? Oh, Raymundo's got one more. Raimundo, name one of the two longest rivers in the world. Give me... The Nile, correct. Amazon and Nile. The Rio, Rio Grande, acceptable. All right. Gets a little harder here. Lunchbox. What instrument is used to measure angles in geometry? You had one as a kid.
2: Uh oh! Wait, 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 wait. Angle. The protractor. Correct. Ooh, nice that's job. Good, dude. I failed
1: geometry. Wow, that's a good one. Shout out, Miss Mulder. Eddie, on which continent?
3: Is the South Pole located? Excuse me? Oh, the South Pole. That's Antarctica. Correct. Getting a little tougher. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: Morgan, how many miles does a marathon have?
0: Oh, gosh. A marathon. Mm. I'm leaning 13, 16. mm. 13.5? 13.5
1: 13.5 is absolutely incorrect. <laughs> it is 26.2.
0: Yeah, I've totally not run one of those before.
1: Raymundo, you have a Disney question this time. What's the name of Anna's sister in Frozen? Uh, Anna, Frozen, Idina Menzel, she sings it. Frozen, everybody's talking about it. There's uh, Frozen, I haven't seen it, but ugh, sister... Anna's sister in Frozen. Are you kidding me? I mean, from a movie I haven't even seen, I got to go with a buzzword. Uh, let her go. Uh, <laughs> let it go. Uh, I mean, Ariel, but I know that's not it. Ariel. <laughs> the answer is Elsa.
2: <laughs> sorry.
3: You tried, man.
1: We're down to two players. That was a tough one. Kelly, you got money on the line here. You got Lunchbox and Eddie. I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to change if you want to. Would you like to go to Lunchbox <laughs> or would you like to stay with Eddie?
5: I don't know Eddie I mean Lunchbox is a great pulling well, out that protractor. Um, Eddie, I'll, I'll stick with Eddie I'll stick with Eddie,
3: stick with Eddie. Okay.
1: he's
5: got first call These I love what he does
1: two questions are international questions Oh God! and they're both not extremely easy I love uh, international I
2: love international food
1: Lunchbox how many colors are there in the Italy flag three
3: now name them
1: green white orange Well, that's wrong, but you did get the answer right three. Oh, it's
3: not green, white, orange? It's green, white, red.
1: Okay, same difference. There you go. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
4: orange and red.
1: Colorblind. Eddie. Come on. It's a tough one. I'm going to be honest with you. Green, white, orange? What city is the capital of China?
3: It's not hard. I believe, (laughs) I don't know. I believe it is Beijing. No, ah, hold on. Hold on. Hong Kong. No. Hong Kong. Beijing. Oh my gosh, it's one of the two, right? Hong Kong's China. It's huge there. Eddie, what city is the capital
1: of China? Like- what were you going to say? Nothing. You raise your finger up and <laughs> <to> say something.
2: <laughs> no, I just wanted to go with whatever he wants to answer.
3: Why? I don't, I, don't, I don't know why this is so hard. Beijing, Hong Kong. One of the two, right? Need an answer. Hong Kong. Ah, my first was Beijing, though! <laughs> hold on, hold on. My first was Beijing. Ugh.
1: Okay, the next word you say is your answer, because you've done this twice. You picked okay. Beijing and Hong Kong and said it was your answer, then you moved on. So the next word you say is your answer.
3: Dang it, it's for Kelly, too. This, that's what makes it so hard. Let's go Beijing. No!
1: Mike, are we accepting that? Are we locking him in? Lock him in. His first answer was Beijing. His last answer was Beijing. Mm. The answer is patient Yeah
3: <laughs> Why was that so
1: hard guys, For now on For yes. the rest of this round Just say final answer And then say okay, your answer Okay okay We'll have to go to Who wants to be a millionaire
3: rules Okay Can I phone a friend then
1: <laughs> Lunchbox Yep What bird Is the symbol Of peace Oh Final answer is the
3: dove Correct
1: Eddie how many years Are there in a millennium
3: Millennium Hundred in a century Right I'm not ten, ten in that. a decade. Go ahead. So it'd be a thousand years in a millennium. And you can try to trick me with Are you a million. Say final answer. Thousand years. Final answer. Correct.
1: Okay, they're getting harder now because I'm also getting tired of asking them. <laughs> Lunchbox, what's the main language in Brazil?
2: <laughs> that would be final answer. Portuguese. Wow. Oh gosh, he's,
4: he's, he's on. Nice.
2: I watch a lot of UFC. They speak Portuguese. Wow. He's
3: dialed in right
1: now. Eddie, yours is tough. What large ocean animal has no bones and is made almost entirely of cartilage?
3: <laughs> uh final answer, squid. Octopus. Squid. That was my final answer. The I got answer it wrong. is I'm an idiot. a shark.
4: Yeah! What's her
2: name? What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Dang What's it. her name? How are you Kelly. feeling? Out? Her name Kelly. is Kelly. Kelly. Oh, my gosh. It feels so good to ruin your day. So like, why? It feels so good to ruin your day. So you, you, no, hey, listen. I'm sorry. I love you, but you doubt me. And now, woo! you out here.
5: <laughs> What?
2: You doubt me, you out
5: here. <laughs> I hear you, Ellen Fox. I hear you. Okay. How can you not I hear, him?
4: I hear him?
2: Man, that feels good.
1: (laughs) Kelly, you didn't win. I'm very sorry.
2: I'm sorry, Kelly. Me too. Me too. I told you I graduated top 50% of my high school class and you still didn't pick me.
5: I know. I had a chance to switch. You've you've done really well at Lunchbox. Congratulations. Yes.
1: Kelly, I hope you have a great day. I'm sorry.
5: Thank you, Bobby. I appreciate it. Bye-bye.
2: There you go. Eddie, she's going to have a horrible day and it's because of you. I feel like crap. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
3: it's terrible.
0: <laughs> All I do is Ooh. win, 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 no matter what. Got money
4: on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands
2: go up, and they stay there, and they stay there, and they
4: stay there. Woo!
1: All right, and they stay there. nice job, Eddie. He did win fair and square. No, I can. Yeah. yeah. It's now time. For a little something we call... Rejected Segments. Oh. All these were pitched to me to do on the air, didn't do them, and I like to compile them. But it was all inspired by this first segment idea that was sent to me. <laughs> and I thought there's no way in a million years I would ever get myself involved in this segment. So Eddie writes... Oh, I knew oh, it was me. Oh, boy. Oh How oh long boy. ago was this? Eddie writes, Morgan Wallen's song, More Than My Hometown, hey, says... More than I that the guy in the song can't love his girl more than his hometown. Correct or no? And then Eddie goes, let's go around the room. What's the one thing that you love more than your significant other?
2: <laughs> it's one thing. That's that's not, that's not a no, bad, bad that's, idea. That's, right?
1: that's a terrible segment idea. You're worried what, what you're going to get in trouble? We're all going to get in trouble. <laughs> really? You love this more than me?
3: <laughs> the answer is nothing. <laughs> no, there's got to be I mean, something. There's stuff.
1: I'm not involved in this segment. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> Raymundo, would you have taken part in this segment? Uh, it's very difficult because I did just get married, so I'm not trying to get in the doghouse. But I don't know if you can come up with an answer that's not going to get you in trouble. And I don't think you can either. My point exactly. I love nothing more than my fiance. Mm. You guys are such sissy. <laughs> I mean, you guys are so scared. Lunchbox,
3: I have 20. Eddie, uh, if you submitted this, you go first. I, easy. Golf. I, just, I You love golf more than your wife? I love golf. Are you saying that you love golf more than your wife? I, I'm just saying I love golf. No, <laughs>
1: no Eddie. I, I can't believe you're saying this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. have you on the record right now? Eddie.
3: <clears throat> what time is the it? The bet six times my wife on the way to score or no? See, why are you so scared? If you're gonna say it, say it. Do you love golf more than your wife? You know, sometimes you need a break. Eddie, it's your last chance. This is your segment idea. Okay, no, this is a dumb segment idea. See? So dumb. Do you love golf more than your I wife? love golf, man, a lot, but not more than my wife. Okay.
2: <laughs> Why are you winking at me?
4: <laughs> I have <never> Lunch bikes?
2: <laughs> I love playing soccer more than, than wife? my wife. Listen, guys, it is my release. It's competitive. Yes, my wife is great, but she doesn't give me the competitive, the release <laughs> that I need that soccer does. So I love my wife gr- a lot, but I love soccer more. Eddie, are you willing now to jump
1: out and say? No, me I mean <laughs> no. I have never. No, no, been, no. Why you are just, you guys he,
2: so scared of your wife? You like, just you, created an island and you're on it by yourself. Hey, guess what? I'm the king of the island and I'm the king of my household, so I ain't scared to say stuff. All right, Bones, have you thought of something?
1: Nothing. Yeah, I thought about it, and the longer I think about it, I realize I have nothing.
3: Let's do this. Go ahead. What are some close runner-ups? Like, and like, definitely not more than your girl.
1: I didn't want to take part in this segment,
3: but it's but, just gonna get me in trouble. Close. No, nothing. Nothing's close.
1: There are things I love. Okay. The Arkansas Razorbacks.
3: Come on. You're telling me you love your girl more than Arkansas Razorbacks? If I had to pick one, I'd pick my girl. Why are you winking at me? I'm not. There's no (laughs) winking. So you would never watch another Arkansas event in your life?
1: If I had to pick over Caitlyn. Absolutely, I'd pick Caitlyn. Wow.
2: Yeah, no doubt. That's crazy. That's that's, that's honorable, man. Thank you very much.
1: But that's a... Rejected Segments. Here's a rejected segment from Raymundo. He said it would... And First of all, he wants the Shark Tank theme song whenever... He, okay. Because he even tells him what music to play while he's talking.
3: <laughs> it's a production
1: guy. Yeah, yeah. It says, Shark Tank theme song. Raimundo thinks Instagram needs to have an update. It would totally do away with Instagram pictures being touched up and fake. Every time you post a picture, we'll show a time counter on how long you worked on the picture. I think it'd be a pretty easy ad for Instagram to be a game changer. No more Instagram influencers spending an hour touching up their pictures. But that, here's the, the problem with that is Instagram wants people to enjoy Instagram and touch up their pictures, so they keep posting on Not Instagram. Not expose it. Yeah, I don't think Instagram wants to expose mm. their folks. Yeah, but just seeing a Kim K picture up there, and it's saying three hours. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd know that, that that butt has been worked on for three hours. Rejected segments. Oh. One more. Raimundo wants to sell something from the studio. He's requested a hook from Old Dominion to be played, yeah. A hook? Yeah, well, the the part of the song, like the the chorus. Okay. Ray stole Matt from Old Dominion's water bottle when they were performing the other day. He wants to sell it on eBay. It's Corona time.
3: Oh, I didn't even think about that. What? Corona time. You don't want that. Normal times. Haven't, haven't they tried to sell that, like sell something like that before? Pete Ray has that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's rejected segments. Let's do a couple more here. Rejected segments. It's oh. another one from Raymundo. He's just been. <laughs>
3: He's got three in a row.
1: He has a pizza hack that works every time. I just felt like this one was kind of stealing more than anything. Go ahead, Ray. Yes, yeah, so this one's actually good. And I feel bad about doing this, but it's going to save you some money and you're going to get discounts. So what you do is you call pizza. You order it online first. So Eddie, you like pizza, right? I do. Okay, you go on there online and do delivery. You select delivery when you're ordering a pizza, and then immediately after you do that, you call the same place that you just ordered it from, and you go, hey, you know what? I can actually pick up that pizza if maybe you could put a discount on it. And they always are understaffed. They have all these pizzas they're trying to send all over Nashville. Dude, they'll be like, oh, you know what? We'll give it to you half price if you can come pick it up. It has worked every single time we've done it. Love it. Love it. That's so smart. I can can take that pizza off your hands. We'll be by in a second. Oh my gosh. Thank you. We'll discount it. We even have some other freebies we can throw in.
2: Perfect. I'll be there in five minutes. Coming right now. Baller on a budget. That's smart. But you were already going anyway.
1: (laughs) It wasn't, though. We did delivery, and then you did that. You you did the delivery just because you knew you would go. It dawned on me that maybe we can help out Pizza Hut. Okay. Uh, One final one from Lunchbox Rejected segments. Lunchbox can relate to people getting out of jail and the world has passed them by
2: Yeah, because I finally upgraded to the new iPhone I got the iPhone 11 Pro And you see people come out of prison like, man, that's so crazy The world is so different I get on this phone, I'm like, oh my gosh I've been missing so much in the world And now I feel like I know what it's like to get out of prison And the world has passed you by Trying to learn this new phone is just crazy you're comparing yourself to a person that's gone out of prison yeah well because they don't like <laughs> the internet was not around well, when we they get went it. in prison yeah, we they had issues. every opportunity to get it though you just chosen not to yes but I finally did and yeah. it's like wow game changer so and that's
1: why it's rejected segments folks
2: <laughs> that was rejected segments
4: oh. Whoa.
0: here's Amy's pile of stories
1: Bobby filling in for Amy Eddie what do you think the dirtiest thing in your bathroom is? Oh,
3: probably I would say the tub. Yours like, specifically? Just, yeah, because I mean, how often do you clean the tub? Well, like once a week. You do? Oh gosh, I haven't, we haven't.
1: Maybe once every two weeks. I don't want to, maybe once every two weeks.
3: And I always feel like there's just a it's a little browner than you want it to be.
1: And I always <laughs> do it on an eyeball test. I'll be like, oh, that's gross. Yeah. But also I don't have four kids. Yeah. Um, did you know the shower curtain is the dirtiest thing in people's bathrooms? While you may be cleaning yourself in the shower, how often do you actually clean the shower or the curtain? That curtain sometimes is just straight funk. It it's, gets nasty. And the bottom of it gets yes. really funky. So the shower curtain is the dirtiest thing. They say, hey, if you have a plastic one that you can replace, replace it about every six months yeah. if you remember that. There's a story called Country Singers You Totally Forgot Dated Celebrities. Oh, Kenny Chesney. Makes the list. Kenny Chesney and Rose, uh, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. They met and married in 2005, but split a few months later. A lot of drama around the annulment, because she said she was lied to or something? I don't remember. Yeah, she
3: said fraud. Fraud from Kenny? S- something
1: like that. <laughs> yep. That's a weird one. Uh, Carrie Underwood dated? Uh, Tony Romo. Correct. Yes. Nona Judd and Dwight Yoakam? Wow. Didn't know that one. Dated each other? Yeah. Okay. Each other, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brantley Gilbert and Jana Kramer. Remember that? Knew that one. Chase Rice and Jesse James Decker. I didn't know that one. Oh. Hmm. It's got to be awkward.
2: Awkward.
1: Awkward for me to just say that. We <laughs> <laughs> all feel a little wow. awkward. Uh, Chuck Wicks and Julianne Huff.
3: Yes, of course. Oh, I know too.
1: But I definitely did not know that Chase Rice and Jesse James Decker dated. Yeah, or I, I guess Winona and Dwight Yoakam dated too back in the day. I didn't know that. You know, he just had a kid and he's like 65. Yeah, boy. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> the best slow country songs, according to Ranker.com. Think about this. I'll come to you for your answer. Okay. Because I would put Garth Brooks If Tomorrow Never Comes. It it did not make the list. That's just my favorite. Or Willie Nelson, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Mm, Those are my favorite songs of all time. Didn't make the list. And number five, according to Ranker, which is a a compilation of thousands of people voting, Don't Close Your Eyes, Keith Whitley. Don't
0: close your
4: eyes. Let it
0: be me.
1: Number four, Brad Paisley, We Dance. We Dance. Ah. What'd you put on the list? I swear. Oh, it actually is at. Come on. Eight. Wow. Yeah, made the list. Not in the top five, but it did make the list. Good. At number three, George Strait, I cross my heart. Good one.
0: I cross my heart.
1: I've just been told by Raymundo, Garth Brooks is at number 10 if tomorrow never comes.
3: Oh, okay. So top 10.
1: Tomorrow never comes. We're going way out of order here with this stuff, but. Uh, number two, Alan Jackson.
0: Remember when. Remember when.
1: Such a good song. Old ones died, new born. And number one, the number one best slow country song. You say it best. Keith Whitley face. again. Keith Whitley, number Does one, me too. Know
4: that you need me. There's a truth in your eyes. You wanna never dance?
1: Kinda, dude. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Come on, let's go. I was waiting for you to ask. It's like (laughs) junior high.
3: Yeah. I was waiting for somebody to ask me. Well, I thought about it five songs ago, but I just got the strength to do it. (laughs) Nice. And now the song is almost over, and we (laughs) only.
0: Yeah, you say it best
1: when you say nothing at all. Lunchbox, who later did a fantastic cover that went number one of that song.
2: Ah, fantastic. Cover some
1: people probably only know that version of it, yeah. Probably it was such a big hit. Mm. No luck, Morgan. Do you know who that was? Chris Stapleton, nah,
0: no, Alan Jackson,
1: no, close. Ooh, Allison Krauss. oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, study says late night eating does not cause weight gain, yes. But here's the thing they're saying it doesn't matter when you eat, it's still what you eat the quality of food you eat, and if you exercise.
3: But somebody told me a long time ago, like, let it rip breakfast because you have all day to burn it. Yeah, and not so that's true. what I've been doing.
1: Yeah, that's what this article says, too. That is just not true. The common belief is fill up on breakfast and then here's the problem with filling up on breakfast. You fill up on breakfast and you're like, I'm going to eat lighter through the day. Then you don't eat lighter through the day. Correct. Then you've already filled up on breakfast and you're still gorging yourself. That's it. You told my story. Um, Again... Food consumption matters, total consumption, not when it's consumed. And then finally, speaking of food, the five most tempting desserts during the holiday season. Ooh, What do you put up there? Pumpkin pie. Me too. That's the best. With a little whipped cream on it? Of course. Cool whip. Oh, money. Uh, Number five is cherry pie. Mm -hmm. Number four, cinnamon rolls. Yes. Sugar cookies at three. Apple pie at two. And then number one is pumpkin pie. Yeah, number one. There you go. And that is your pile of stories. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
4: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
2: 21-year-old Chris Nikic is now in the Guinness Book of World Records for completing the Ironman Triathlon First person with Down syndrome to ever do it. He swam 2.4 miles, biked 112 miles, and ran the marathon of 26.2 miles in 16 hours, 46 minutes, and 9 seconds.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. There's so many crazy things about this story and wonderful things. Love that he was the, the first guy with Down syndrome to do it. Two, just to do it is crazy. Unbelievable. Just to do that is insane. And to do anything for 16 hours, even something that's not hard. Yeah. Even for me to sit and watch TV for 16 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Much less be grinding it out like that. That's an amazing story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and get that around-the-room group of morning cornies. (coughs) The morning corny! By the way, we're hoping Amy's here tomorrow.
3: Yes, please.
1: We're going around the room now. (laughs) I will go first. Why... Did the baby carrot go to the doctor? Why did the baby carrot go to the doctor? He was peeling funny. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so Eddie.
3: Why do race car drivers put their seats all the way back? Why do race car drivers put their seats all the way back? They need plenty of knee room. <laughs> That's
4: very good. One. You like that That's one? That's pretty good one.
2: That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Thank you. Lunchbox? Thank you. What sound does a limping turkey make?
1: What sound does a limping turkey make?
4: Wobble, wobble, wobble,
3: wobble, 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 wobble. 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 A little too
1: dedicated to that sound
3: for us to get the joke.
1: I was like, that's a good gobble. What's the joke? Yeah, wobble, 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 wobble. That's good.
0: Morgan? What did the baby popcorn say to the mama popcorn? What? Where's popcorn? Papa, where's popcorn? Ah oh, man,
3: you messed that one Did
1: you up. You
0: mess it up. No.
3: Papa popcorn. Okay. <laughs> no, she so mess, you mess it. said baby popcorn?
1: Oh,
0: baby corn. Yeah,
3: you messed that
1: one <laughs> up. Yeah, you messed that one.
0: Boo. Okay. Boo. Tomatoes. Tomatoes.
1: Right. Raymundo, close the show. What are a horse's favorite numbers? What are a horse's favorite numbers? The negative ones.
3: <laughs> okay. Gotta get out of here, dude.
2: Was he a little dedicated? Amy, I don't know if you're listening right now. (laughs) We got to have you back. (laughs) We need you, Amy. We need you back.
1: (laughs) Holy moly. (laughs) A woman in Kentucky was so mad because she saw a dress in a bridal magazine and was like, I want this dress. So she pays for it, it arrives, and she is so irritated because it looks nothing like the photos. Her name is Aubrey in Louisville. She writes this angry email. She goes, Hey, this thing didn't look like you guys said it was going to look like. Like, I'm looking at a picture of it online. I'm wearing it. Here I am. It doesn't look the same. They sent her a note back. Millie Bridal writes, You put the dress on inside out. Please put it on the right way.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: That's funny, huh? That's really funny. I like it, that. And it doesn't look the same. I promise well, you. Oh yeah, it's inside out. <laughs>
1: like, there are extra seams. <laughs> They're awfully weird here. <laughs> Lunchbox is 7-0 and oh in this segment. It's Lunchbox versus the ladies. Honestly, I thought by now you'd lose.
2: In seven weeks, you thought I would lose? You know how women are with sports. They don't know anything. America roots for these women to beat Lunchbox. Yes. And as soon as somebody beats him, the
1: segment's over. But he claims he'll go 16-0. The same amount of teams an NFL franchise needs to have a perfect record for a season. That's right. I'm going to be the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Lunchbox remains undefeated. He's 7-0. and We're putting him up against a caller who claims she can beat him. They'll be given the same seven questions. Let's put her on now. Her name is Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Uh,
5: not too bad. How's everybody doing?
1: Pretty good. So what's going on with you today?
5: Uh, just a little bit of work uh, and got a pretty awesome uh, DM here that is going to allow me to play against Lunchbox.
2: We love it. Come okay. on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. What kind of job you got?
5: Uh, I uh, run a franchise development company.
2: I'm, sounds
1: boring. She's like I run the Detroit Lions franchise. <laughs> That'd be <laughs>
4: awesome.
5: Oh boo! I, if I ran it, it'd be a it, they'd be a winner. So I'm a Packers fan. I feel good about my odds against my <laughs> <I know. Bobby>.
4: Packers <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> beat
5: the Bears. So I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you know he's never lost, and often he uh-huh. goes seven and zero, Sarah.
5: I I know. I I feel uh, you know I'm a little bit cocky, a little bit confident. That fine line. I'm I'm less worried about. You know, if things wouldn't work out here, the wrath of Lunchbox is the least of my worries. Yeah. My
2: brothers and husband are gonna be real embarrassed. Hey, I love it. I mean, listen,
1: prepare, prepare humbly, perform confidently. <laughs> that's how you do it. I hope that's what she's doing here.
2: Oh man, she's gonna get. She's not gonna be a lot of Thanksgiving. Her family's gonna make her sit in the backyard. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> Lunchbox uh. is now leaving the room. Here uh. he goes, he's walking out. All right, here sir. he goes. Yeah, yeah. Now he will go Don't to the. I-
1: he will go to boy the boy Rogers. Oh boy. He will go to the isolation booth, where he can hear nothing. We even have a camera on him to prove that he can hear nothing. (laughs) He said, it's like my own reality show when he walks out. Okay, Sarah, we're rooting for you. Just know that, okay?
5: Perfect. Appreciate it.
1: You'll only have five seconds once the end of the uh, question hits to answer your question so he doesn't scream that you're Googling answers, okay? Fair enough. All right, question number one. A long, typically unsuccessful pass... Made in a desperate attempt to score late in the game is known as what?
5: Uh, hail mary.
1: That is correct. Nice. Which NFL team has no logo on its helmet?
5: Oh, the what? Oh, I want to say the Washington Football Team now, but that's not accurate.
1: Okay, three seconds. Um. Come on. No. Time. Steelers. Oh. No. The Steelers have it only on one, one side. side. The Browns have ah. no logo on their helmet. Yeah, it's just orange. Oh,
5: that team
1: right yeah. now. All right. Uh, he'll get that, too. What city will Super Bowl LV take place in next year?
5: Uh, let's see. Tampa this year. Los- this, this year. Uh, yeah, this no, year is good.
1: Yeah, this year. Oh, next year, good. 2021. So.
5: Yeah. This right season. here, Tampa, Tampa, Florida.
1: Tampa, Florida is correct. Good. Which NFL stadium has the largest seating capacity?
5: Oh, that would be Eddie's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Incorrect. Oh. Mm.
1: MetLife Stadium, 82,005. FedEx Field, 82,002. So, Eddie, your your Dallas Cowboys stadium is not it.
3: Okay. Wow. Um, I would have gotten that wrong, too. Okay.
1: What two states... Have the most NFL teams. Both of them have three teams each. What two states?
5: see, Florida and New York.
1: Incorrect. Florida and California. Yeah. Can you name the California teams? Me? Yeah.
3: Uh, 49ers. Go ahead. Chargers. Go ahead. Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Oh gosh, that was last year. And the you do the, And the Rams, right? On a sports so show? I said, and The Rams. Yeah, yeah, got it. it took me a while, oh, but I got Buffalo, it. Buffalo, Ohio. No.
1: Okay. Good job, Eddie. What team hired the NFL's first professional cheerleading squad in 1972? Oh,
5: uh, is it the Dallas Cowboys again?
1: Correct.
4: Huh.
1: Right now you are three for six. Oh no. Yeah. John Madden won a Super Bowl as the head coach of what NFL team? Miami Dolphins? Incorrect.
3: The Oakland Raiders. This is not good. What?
5: This
3: is not good.
1: Yeah, she went 3 No, No, it's not.
3: (laughs) Sorry, Sarah. Okay.
5: Yeah, me too.
1: You may have a point. You may be in the backyard on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Thanksgiving's going to be right to
3: say that. I do.
5: Well, I I married a Lions fan, so we're already kind of removed
1: from the family anyways. Okay, here he is back in the studio. We got a. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: There she is. Wow. There we go. Thought, man, that was great. That's what I'm talking about. I like this. Let's go, baby. I thought you guys were
2: going to cheer for me. I love it. No, it's not for you. Hall, we cheer weren't cheering for,
1: for you. Lunchbox is coming back in the room. Oh, Lunchbox. Oh, you weren't cheering for me? No. You think you can beat her?
2: Of course I can beat her. What's her name? Her name is Sarah. Is she a female? Yeah. Then I can beat her.
1: Okay, here we Come go. Come on, let's go. We've gone over this. Question number Woo. one. A yeah. long, typically unsuccessful pass made in a desperate attempt to score late in a game is known as what? Hail Mary! Correct. By the way, we have to give you five seconds, too, because reading the Facebook page, people are like, hey, good for the goose, good for the gander. So <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. It's fair. Yeah. Question two, which NFL team has no logo on its helmet?
2: No logo on the helmet. Uh, Browns. Correct.
1: She answered Steelers, but that's only one side oh, of
2: the helmet. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's your first incorrect. Is that all she got wrong? She uh, only watches from one side. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She only uses one. Yeah. I got gotcha. you.
1: <laughs> what city will the Super Bowl be in next year? The end of this football season, but next year, 2021.
2: Oh, yeah. It'll be in Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Correct. Yeah. Which NFL
1: stadium has the largest seating capacity? Huh? Most seats. (laughs) Uh, No, I understand what you're saying. A lot of people there. The the (laughs) Cowboys, I don't know. That was her answer, too. Is incorrect. (laughs) I have no idea. MetLife Stadium, 82.5.
2: I mean, who knows how many seats are in a stadium? Well, a a trivia expert would. No, they wouldn't. Go ahead. But Wait, she got that wrong. I'm not saying if she did or not. Oh, you oh, just said she said the Cowboys. Also, <laughs> she said the so. Cowboys, so I did <laughs> yes, say that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought the Cowboys built the biggest stadium, I know, right? I, I, I mean, I thought
1: that was all the news. Which two states have the most number of NFL teams?
2: Two states. Mm-hmm. Well, you have Florida, then they have three, and you have Raiders, Niners, Chargers. Ah, uh, then you got the uh, California.
3: You
1: also said Raiders. So did Eddie. They're <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas.
2: Oh, they just moved.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not them. Are you answering California? Yeah, I said California. Okay. Um, oh, you know who they have? They have the Rams. Right. <laughs> oh, See? So you got it See? right. You got it right. <laughs> that's exactly what I did lunch.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! I would. That,
1: that's really funny. That's what aggressive. team hired the NFL's first professional cheerleading squad in 1972? Uh,
2: I mean, I would guess the most famous cheerleaders, the Cowboys. Correct. Boom. She get that right? She did. Yeah. Oh, okay. John Madden won
1: a Super Bowl as head coach of what NFL team?
2: Ah, those pesky Raiders. We just talked about them, the Raiders. Correct. Yeah, I knew that's right. You don't have to.
1: So you about... you got six of seven.
2: Yeah. She got. So she, there's no way she beat me because you said
1: that she, she, got... she missed.
2: You said she missed the Steelers and she missed the Cowboys she with got Stadium. Three. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Three
2: (laughs) Sarah, three I know.
4: Oh my God! I'm
5: taking I'm taking my Aaron Rodgers jersey off as we speak. I'm I'm incredibly embarrassed. I mean, you're <laughs> just like
2: Aaron Rodgers. A lot of hype and no production, oh, okay. baby. Let's go. He's <laughs> won a Super Bowl. Wow. Oh, we can. I mean, we can talk uh,
5: talk about Mitch Trubisky.
2: No, we don't have to talk about him. I never guys. said he was good. He's never okay. S- you too. <laughs> hey, Sarah, do you spell your name with an H or an A on the end? Yeah, with an H. Okay, well, that's not what's wrong. I thought that's what was wrong with you. but well, what, the, what was that comedy <laughs> bit attempt? <laughs> <I just> Sarah,
1: <laughs> Sarah, what's your sign? Damn. Oh, it's Aquarius. Never Sarah, mind. I had, okay, a, really good I had, had a joke. Might say, tell listen, your if you'd have been a Taurus, I had a funny comeback, but I don't. <laughs> you okay, okay wanna... listen. Let yeah. me say this. MetLife Stadium, number one. Uh, FedEx Field number two. Lambo, number three. And AT&T Stadium, the Cowboys, number four. Wow. Holding 80,000.
2: So, they, there you go. Tell your husband and your brothers that you didn't even get to play. I would just tell them that you never made it on the show because they are going to laugh you out of the house. Three? I mean, you didn't even get a 50. Okay, we're done. <laughs> know,
5: this will, this will, this will uh, come up at Thanksgiving and Christmas for sure. <laughs> Sarah, what would you like to say before we go? Uh, nothing. Just uh, super appreciate you guys. I moved to Tampa from Wisconsin uh, six years ago and found the Bobby Bone show and you guys were uh, I had a long commute. You guys became my first friends down here. So just oh, appreciate everything you do. And uh, yes, yeah, continue to be awesome.
1: We wish you would have won. Me too. But you did yeah. not. Yeah. He has now eight wins, zero losses. <Saucy> Lunchbox!
3: Uh, now I'm good.
1: All right. If anybody wants to play and you really feel like you can win, call and leave us a voicemail 77 Bobby, we'll screen you.
3: I believe there's someone I out do there. Too.
1: Eddie's seen two celebrities, he claims, driving around town. Correct. The first one
3: was... Taylor Swift. And she was driving a... Toyota Corolla or a Camry or something like that. By herself, no security. No, just her. Absolutely. Might have had a cat in the passenger seat. I don't know. Okay, remember. now you're making stuff up. I don't quite remember, Maybe a guy named Drew. <laughs> Drew looks... Maybe my Tim favorite. McGraw in the backseat. Okay, all right. right. right.
1: Uh, you also claim to have seen...
3: Ben Folds.
1: The singer, one of my favorite artists. Yes. And then when we reached out to him, he was like, I'm in Australia.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you're... We think 0 for 2.
3: Yeah, I think since Ben Folds says he was in Australia, okay, I'll take that. This dude looked just like Ben Folds. But Taylor, I'm telling you, that was her.
1: Well, Raymundo now claims to have seen a celebrity driving around town. Yeah! Who is it? So uh, I, was, I was driving really close to Music Row, which all the country artists are, you regularly drive along. And this celeb was in a very nice, I believe it was a Mercedes-Benz black we're talking $60,000, $70,000. And they were wearing an article that they always wear on stage. So it was a telltale sign that it was this celebrity. Mm, who wears an article we'd know for? A hat. George like, Strait. Okay. Right? Maybe Garth was on a bull. Possibly. There's a bull in the car. Yes. Oh. What is it? They were wearing a pair of dark sunglasses. Oh. That was the Chief. Chief.
0: Halliday, chief. chief. Oh, yeah.
1: I never thought I'd see him driving such a nice car like that. I figured he'd be in a truck or something really bad, but man, he was cruising. How can we find out what kind of car Eric Church drives? Steve, do you know?
3: Yeah. Oh, here we go. So I, I had this prep in advance, so I was trying to get Eric Church on the phone Yeah. to see if he can come on and talk. He's not like an early morning person. Yeah. So I asked his manager, <laughs> what does he usually drive? He does drive a black vehicle, but it's a black truck. He doesn't have a black Mercedes. Do we think though that they would just say that to keep the Eric Church image? Now that's a good point. It could be that, but she's saying black truck. So black Mercedes truck. (laughs) I'm just saying sometimes these folks are protected by their people. Yeah,
4: Yeah, good point.
1: point. He drives a black truck and it's way jacked up, and it's got those naked women on the flaps. (laughs) 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 Like,
3: no, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that are like
4: sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Ray, how much would you bet that was Eric Church? 100%. And I was even yelling too. He didn't have his window down, but I was like, "Chief, chief, chief!" Was he by himself? Just him. Was I'm Taylor probably... in there with him? No, okay. no, no, no.
3: Now you're making fun of me.
1: But, been, but he was—he was definitely thinking hard. So he mean, it might have been writing another hit. Oh,
4: <laughs> you think
1: you saw him writing a song? Yeah. It's called Mercedes. <laughs> if he comes out with black Mercedes, we yeah, know what's and that's up. That's it. Ray saw it being written.
3: You know, me, Lunchbox, I think Ray was there too, like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. We were at a bar and Eric Church was behind the bar yes. bartending. And no, no, he wasn't even bartending. He was just chilling behind the bar. And we tried to tell everyone that's Eric Church. He didn't have his sunglasses on. No one believed us. And it was him. I it was him, one hundred percent. But how do you know it was him? Oh, we because we I went up to him. Said, hey, oh, you Eric, did? Yeah, good to see you. It was like, hey, how you doing, man?
2: Really? Yes. I mean, that's like that other country guy we were hanging out with at the bar, okay. and Eddie was like, "Here, dude, I'll buy you a drink." He's like, "Yeah, I'll be right back." Never came back. Who was that guy? Kip Moore.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Was that a long time ago? Yes. That was like, before we became friends with Kip. Yes. Yeah. Before okay. I really even he knew. thought Eddie was a little creepy because Eddie was just like, "Hey, come back I beer with you." And Kip like, "I'm out. I'm out. I'm out."
3: Never came back
1: one time we were playing golf <laughs> many years ago, Lunchbox and I and I was messing with them going, you know who that is behind us? It's Pat Green. It was just a guy that look, kind of looked like Pat Green. And I like, he's like, wow, really? I was like, yeah, it's Pat Green, man. And so he finally came close up to us and I, it was so funny. Lunchbox, I thought he was going to go talk to him, be humiliated. And Lunchbox I'm like I'm going to go talk to him. And he goes up to him and it was, it was Pat Green. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <what>? no
4: way! <laughs> I was just messing with him. I didn't really
2: think funny. it was Pat Green. I was like, man, no, I'm a
1: huge fan of Pat Green. He goes, Thanks, man. He came back <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> that was Pat Green. I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's funny. I look like at
4: that.
1: It's time for the good
4: news. With producer, Eddie? Tell me something good.
3: Deputy Sheriff Clint Thomas, he was uh, deployed to Afghanistan for, to serve in the US Air Force. He'd been gone for three months. And when he came back, he said, You know, what? I got to do something special for my son. He hadn't seen me in three months. So he used the sheriff's department. He got in a squad car and they found the car that his son was driving in. <laughs> so they pull the car over and they, he walks up to the side of the window where his son is and he said, Surprise, I'm home. And you can see the video, it's online. And I mean, the kid is just. I love these videos because they're always just so in shock to see their dad, and of course, there's a bunch of tears, and you can hear the little boy say, "Welcome home, Daddy." Surprise! It wasn't like a car chase or something. <laughs> yeah, like they were involved in some kind yeah. of high speed. Chase. All of a sudden, I remember they had warrants. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. Love it. Was it. Really sweet. Love <laughs> it. That's what it's
1: all about. That was "Tell Me Something Good." Good morning, friends.
3: Morning. Wait, what? No, just talking all to right. our friends listening. Oh, okay, God, okay. I was man, like, what? Me. Like it sounded weird but I went This what weird. happens when Amy's not here for another day. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, Amy should be in tomorrow. I'm like what's going on here?
1: <laughs> what's wrong with
3: you? <laughs> what's
1: wrong with me? Thank you. Let's go over to the news. Let's go. Bobby's big story. I got a couple things. This is good news. Number 1, they announced this morning that Moderna's new coronavirus vaccine is 94.5% effective. That's a second. That's over 90%. Great news. By the end of the year, 20 million doses will be up and running. Get some emergency folks with it. Hopefully by spring, it'll be available to be had by everyone. That's just great news. Because if you believe it or you don't believe it, whatever the case is, things are still going to not be open until it's over. right? We're all on that same page, regardless of how severe you feel it is. And trust me, I do feel it's severe. But even if you don't, things just aren't going to open up until We've eradicated it or vaccinated ourselves away from it. With that being said, we got a second one that's over 90%. That is fantastic news. I'm so happy to see that. So that's the first part of it. The second part of this is Dave Chappelle is doing a, a few shows in Austin, like stand-up shows, and he's filling them up. And you're like, "Well, how in the world is he doing that?" Again, great news because we have people trying things. So Dave Chappelle is going to doing three nights in Austin. It is the highest profile live entertainment. At this capacity in about a year, he's playing stubs. but what's happening is there will be tables, but you have to get tested when you get there. It's an expensive ticket, but there's rapid testing immediately when you get there. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, pay a few more bucks to get that rapid test, and you're negative, you go in. You're positive, I don't know, they throw you in a van or something. That <laughs> <It> you <gets laughs> right right. out of there quick. All I know is if you're negative, you go right in. I'm... I, like you, am ready for things to open up safely or open up partially with a few of these little hoops we have to jump through to get to do it. And I look at this, too, because I'm, you know, having a wedding next early summer. And if the vaccine isn't readily available for everybody, we're just going to test at the door. We've already decided to put aside a, a little bit of our budget into coronavirus testing. Cool. But I just saw this and thought, you know what, maybe we can have concerts. Not fully, but more so than now. Although we are going through some crazy times because I was reading about South Dakota. You know, they had the motorcycle rally. Yes. Yeah, They're, they have a 60% positive rate right now in that oh, state, man. People going to get because it's just out of control there for per population. It's bigger than any other state. Dang. We are going to get through this. We just got to play smart. That's what's up. Second story. Bobby's other story. Not coronavirus related. Oh, good. Ooh, me too. Thank goodness. Me too. Here's a clip from the trailer of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion on HBO Max. The reunion consists of a shock sit-down with original cast member Janet, who played Aunt Viv on the first three seasons. I remember her. Then they then her and Will didn't like each other, so they swept her out and put a new mom Crazy. in. And then they just expected us to be like, oh, it is what it is. <laughs> but you know what? They were right, because we went, well, it is what it is. (laughs) Don't care. I love the Fresh Prince. All other living cast members are present for the full reunion. Here you go.
0: I didn't realize how many people we were reaching.
2: There will always be a piece of
0: all of us in that living room. Our show meant black excellence to people. The excellence was the way that we
1: loved each other. I couldn't celebrate 30 years of Fresh Prince without Janet. You know, for me, that was one of the best shows of my childhood. To watch the Fresh Prince of Bailer, I thought I was so cool. <laughs> I thought Will Smith was so, he was cool. But I was a Will Smith hip-hop guy, too. Yeah, <laughs> You liked his music first? Oh, yeah. I mean, Summertime was like the first, I was a kid, but Summertime came out, I was like, this is the coolest. And then, you know, he put out the record with, uh, it, and it was weird because DJ Jazzy Jeff was the front person. It was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Wow. And looking back, it's
3: like, that's weird. Yeah. How uh, that changed. Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to play a song that I was spending this weekend listening to the Chris Ableton record. Did you listen to it at all? No, I did not. It's tough to continue to be great. Mm. You know, and you see a lot of really great teams, people performing at a high level, go from great to being really good. And you go, you know what? That's acceptable. You can't stay great. However, the Stapleton record stayed great.
3: (laughs) Okay, I was wondering where you were. I was
1: worried. I was like, can everything Chris does be great? It's like eventually it has to catch up with them. It didn't catch up with them yet. So good. Not only is it so good, there are songs on this that evoke such emotion. And you don't have to cry from Arkansas like I do, (laughs) you don't. But I'm at home last night. We got in pretty late last night uh, from shooting my Nat Geo show. We get in, and I say, I want to spend some real time with the Stapleton record. And this song comes on that's called Maggie's Song. And what I would encourage you, my listener, my friend, to do is to listen to this song. If you ever had a dog, and this doesn't make you emotional, I don't think you ever had a dog. Mm. This is about his dog. He tells the whole story. If this doesn't make you emotional, you don't have emotion.
3: Something is wrong. You didn't have a dog and you don't
1: have emotion. So this isn't a radio single. I just recorded it in this morning. Here is Chris Stapleton from his new record. This is called Maggie's Song here on the Bobby Bone Show.
0: Let me tell you a story About an old friend of mine Somebody left her in a shopping cart
3: In a parking lot for us to find
0: Just a fuzzy black pup. She was hungry and feeling alone. We put her in the back seat. We told her we were taking her home. Run, mad, run with the heart of a rebel child.
3: Oh, run, mad, run. Be just as free as you are. Why? Hello.
4: You
1: can call me if you got a little emotional there. I won't judge you. I'll relate to you. That's what happened to me. When the tractor's digging in the hole at the end, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) But again, I love dogs. Maybe it's just a dog thing. But maybe there's not a dry eye in America right now. (laughs) There's also another song on this about the Vegas shooter. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Wow, I did not know that. This Stapleton record, if it doesn't win every award for the next 10 years,
3: I'll be disappointed. Wow. and it didn't matter what else comes out you know what happens when you say stuff like this mm. we're all gonna listen to this record today yeah like everyone well
1: you should cause it's fantastic yeah good okay I'm excited now that's all I'm gonna say I'll leave it to you guys except I probably won't if i talk about it more tomorrow <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's another song I <laughs> it's there? another one you'll never
1: believe it okay uh, call if you want 877 77 bobby I'll tell you what else I'm going to do coming up. I'm going to play the best song on the radio right now. I saw another artist. Chris Stapleton. (laughs) Well, that's not considered a radio song. Right. I'm the only one that breaks the rules and plays songs not for radio. It's not really the reputation I like to have because it's like, ooh, that guy thinks he's so cool. (laughs) No, I don't. Let's go over and talk to Jennifer in Tampa, Florida, who is listening to the show right now. Hey, Jennifer, what's going on?
5: Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I just called in about the Chris Stapleton song. That was unbelievable.
1: Right. I was
5: coming home from bringing my son to school. I was like, oh, my goodness. What an emotional song.
1: If you missed a segment just now, we played Chris Stapleton's new song called Maggie's Song, which is just on the record, but I was listening to it yesterday and was just like, oh, my god, It's about his dog. And if you ever had a dog and you, your dog meant a lot to you, man, that song makes you emotional. Did you? Were you surprised that you got emotional listening to a song on the radio?
5: Uh, a little bit, but not, I mean, an emotional song about a dog. I have a lab, I have a chocolate lab, and she's everything to our family. So I was like, wow.
1: I remember- Tear
5: fall down the cheek. <laughs>
1: I was on an airplane once, and I was finishing up Marley and Me, the book. This is before the movie came out. And I'm not a visible crier. Yeah, I'll get emotional, and a tear will come down, and mm. I'll just hide it real quick. <laughs> Suck it back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I finished Marley and me, and I was just, <laughs> like the dog stuff hits me because my best friends yeah. have always been dogs. I was always able to, before I really felt like I could love a person, I could always love dogs because I felt like the dog would just be there because he had to be, I had to feed him. But then they'd still run off for squirrels, so I think I was confused again. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a good one. Uh, Jennifer, what are you doing today?
5: Working from home. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm working, during this whole pandemic, I've been working from home and took my kids to school, and now just going to enjoy my Monday. Well, I pre- and you guys help me get through the day. I listen to you guys every day in Tampa.
1: Well, thank you very much. And if you listen to that Chris Stapleton record, the full record, don't do it to we're off the air because then that's not good for us. That's, that's all I'm saying.
5: Perfect. Thank right. you, guys. Hi.
1: Have a great day. <laughs> uh, Sarah in Wichita, Kansas, you're on the show. What's going on?
5: Um. Yeah, I heard that song, and me and my kids just – started like bawling our eyes out because we just lost our maverick a couple months ago and we decided okay we need another companion because i have six kids and but we couldn't bring ourselves to get another dog just because we were so heartbroken so we ended up getting a a pet skunk instead but that that song just really hit home
1: you got a pet skunk (laughs) oh is it still able to spray
5: no, huh? Oh, she thank had goodness! A
1: removed. Yeah, that's good. How oh. invasive is that?
5: It, it's not too bad. It just like they just kind of go in the right inside their little butt, and they just take them
3: out. I like to have mine oh. removed. Your gland, yeah, that stinky think you're gland. spray gland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: sir, I appreciate the call. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. Q. All right, see you later. Uh, best and worst from the weekend. Let's go around the room here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best. I had a good weekend. I was in Dallas. I did some uh, demo, demolition. Oh, nice. You
3: destroyed stuff.
1: Yeah, but different. It wasn't with the wrecking ball. Oh. What was it with? A well, sledgehammer? F-
3: jackhammer. Oh, that's tough.
1: That You know, you watch it on TV and it looks so fun. Like, you just stand on it. <laughs> it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those things shake your whole body. Is that true? Well, there's a 90-pound one that weighs 90 pounds. That one was tough. And there's a 40-pound, which I was a little better with. <laughs> but I did both of those. I, I did. I had a concrete saw. Oh, wow. On my Instagram, you see me holding the saw. Um, I did torching, like burning. Nice. Oh, that's cool. So it'll be on an episode of my Nat Geo show next year when it comes out. Are your hands all rough and stuff? I'm okay. Listen, I used to uh, help build houses and I roofed houses forever. So I did enough construction to feel comfortable after a minute because I had to learn the tools. Yeah. But I was exhausted for three <laughs> days. I was just breaking my back. Um, so I did that, and it was great, and I got out and didn't hurt. That was it good. I was yeah, you know, l- love the people I was, I was shooting with this weekend. Because this show is so much about other people's stories, yeah. too. It's a mixture of, I would say, Dirty Jobs, Jackass, and Anthony Bourdain. Mm. And at the end, Move That Bus. Yeah, what ma- show was that? Uh, home, makeover. Home. home Makeover Yeah, yeah really? so I like to all, all my favorite shows And I was like What can I Like what's Can I take a little bit From each of them And make what I feel Be the perfect show That's cool So that was great Love that And then the worst is You know I broke my tooth Before the show And It's a little shaky And I kept thinking I was going to fall out All weekend But it's still there And I'm having I have to go in today And get needled Gassed And have it switched out That's not good It's not good Yeah But at least I'm able To do that so, that's probably the the worst part of the weekend. I had a pretty good weekend, honestly. Yeah, good. You?
3: I had a really good weekend. Uh, it started off on Saturday. I won a bet that won $90. Mm. I, all my bets, I spent a dollar on it, so they were really high-risk bets. This was eight games that I had to hit. I hit eight games and won 90 bucks. Nice. On Saturday, around 3 o'clock. So, that was awesome. Well, speaking of betting, I told you guys before, the Masters like, I'm betting Dustin Johnson. Yeah. I'm 500 bucks. How is that not your good thing? I don't know. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. It was awesome, yeah. So good. Well, congratulations. Thank you. What else? Well, so you- that was good. I, I would say the worst thing is all day on Sunday we are like, oh, I'm going to grill burgers. I'm going to grill burgers. And uh, we got burgers. I marinated them real nice, looked up a cool recipe, turned on the gas grill, put the burgers on, and five minutes later the gas died. Oh, you had no gas? Ran out of gas. So that kind of was a downer, and yeah. I'm like, great, I have to put this on the skillet now. Speaking of eating, on Thursday's
1: show, we have the chips, right?
2: Yeah, the chips. Oh, God.
1: Those ghost pepper chips that people say you can't eat just, you can't eat one? Yeah. It's not even like Pringles where you can't eat just one. <laughs> it's you can't eat one. Right, one chip. How much did one chip cost? It was like $15. One chip cost $15. Mm. Mm. And so we have them here on Thursday's show. We didn't have sure, them. How many did you get? We got two in case one of them breaks oh, or... Boy.
2: Yeah yeah. It's not true Yeah he's already saying In case
1: somebody steals One of them not gonna happen Whatever But we have two And we have a wheel set up So on Thursday's show Around this time We're gonna spin that wheel (laughs) Mm. Loser has to eat that chip We thought about doing it today But I have to go into the dentist And if I lose And I'm like
2: Yeah I'm miserable for that guy Yeah yeah Lunchbox Best and Worst uh, best would be, uh, we went to this thing called Jurassic Quest. I mean, it was something to get out of the house where you drive through and you get to see a bunch of dinosaurs and the kids liked it and it was really cool uh, just getting out of the house. And then worst of times would still be uh, planting trees that my wife volunteered for me for. You know, we talked about it earlier on the show, but golly, that sucked. Three hours of planting trees. <laughs> Did you make any friends though? No. I mean, I talked to some lady, I don't remember her name, Pam or something. I saw a couple of my friends that were out doing it, too. Oh, did you? So there must
1: have been a lot of folks out doing it. Oh,
2: there's a lot of people, and my wife was not one of those people included. She just volunteered me for it. So I had an orange vest like I was in community service, and I had to sign a release, and there you go, and then you go, and they drop trees off, and you sit there and plant them. But where do you plant them, and and were you by yourself? I was by myself digging holes. I mean, Good everybody man. had their... They, they had spray-painted spots where you were supposed to plant the trees, and you just go to a spot... You start digging, and you start digging, then you put the tree in, and the tree expert comes and shows you how to like break up the roots, and then you put it in, and then you move on to the next one. How many
1: trees do you think you planted?
2: Oh, probably like six. That's awesome. In three hours? Yeah. It's not bad,
1: huh? That's really cool. I have no idea how many trees you're supposed to be planted. Well,
3: and then think, those trees are there forever. I mean, they're just going to be there. Every time you go check it out, that's my tree.
1: If it lives. It will. Uh, that's it. Ugh, that's the best and worst. So you guys annoying. can call us if you want, 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. I saw Ryan Hurd, country artist Ryan Hurd, tweet, Hey, radio folks, Made For You by Jake Owen is one of the best songs you've got right now. Let's hear it. I'm fighting the same fight. There is no reason people shouldn't be playing this song more. He is, people are always like, well, if you don't put out a song that's fast and up-tempo, listeners won't like it. I think you're insulting the listeners. We like good songs, period. Mm-hmm. Like Just like the Chris Stapleton song. You're like, well, we don't need a slow song. That's song. It's a great song. This is Jake Owen. I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to encourage everybody to play this more. This is called Made For You, Bobby Bone Show.
0: Water towers are made for hearts and names. Friday nights are made for football games. Falling leaves made for Falling in Front porch steps made for Good night kissing And I was made for you Yeah, I was made for you Summer jobs made for Spending cash, second dates made for going fast, early curfews made for sneaking past, 2 a.m. was made for pissed off dads, and I was made for you. Yeah, I was made. A ship without a sea, or a song without a melody. I don't know where I'd be or what I'd do, cause I was made for you.
1: You know what segment from last week just got a lot of reaction was me admitting that I like to be the little spoon sometimes. Oh, boy. (laughs) kind of reaction? Yeah. Good or bad? Mixed, mixed. Oh, okay. (laughs) A couple big country stars reached out to me. And when I mean big, I mean large human males going, hey, I like to be the little spoon sometimes too. (laughs) And apparently it's it's not called little spoon when the bigger guy does it. It's called jetpacking. She's a jetpack.
3: (laughs) That's a better name for (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Sounds (laughs) a little bit better. But what I say is, in case you missed the show, I roll over. And I like to be the little spoon, and I'm, I say, hey, hug me. And then she puts her arm over me, and I prefer to be cuddled and love that way. Jetpack. Not all the time, but definitely sometimes. Hey, last night I liked it. Oh, boy. Sometimes I fall asleep in 35 minutes. That's usually the time. As soon as she puts <laughs> her arm over, three to five minutes later, I'm out. So had a lot of people making fun of me online, but had a lot of people standing up for me as Good. well. Uh, here is a voicemail we got from over the weekend.
5: The conversation you had Friday about Bobby Lakin being the little spoon, in my opinion, it takes more of a man to admit that he needs extra care or love than anybody else. I've been married 43 years, and I didn't get married so that somebody would take care of me. I got married so that I would have a partner. And that's what marriage is about, being partners, not about who's stronger or who's whatever. You're in it together.
3: Love that call. The wise person right there. Thank you. Like I didn't see that call. <laughs> you
1: had like, nothing yeah. to do with that. No, but thank you for standing <laughs> up for me. I've always struggled with letting people love me. Now I can't get enough of it.
3: So who's the large country singer that Yeah, likes I'm to not? Be- I would never embarrass oh. them. Mm-hmm. But, but it makes them a better, a bigger man. If
1: yeah, it makes men. a bigger man. Yeah, that's a good point. If this person ever wants to come on and admit to it. <laughs> Please do so. Because <laughs> two reached out. One of them was very adamant about it. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. I <laughs> wonder who that is. Who would you guess, though? Luke Combs. Interesting. Wow. I'm not going to say who it is, huh. but Okay. which country star do you think- Toby it, Admits to be a little spook. <laughs> not, I'm not close friends with Toby, uh, so he Toby. would- Yeah. So you think Luke Combs? Uh-huh. Or uh, Stapleton.
2: Chris, okay. Yep. Lunchbox? Could be Brett Eldridge. He's tall. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Uh, what other big- uh, Oh, Charles Kelly. Boy, that's a jetpack
1: if I've ever seen one. <laughs> that dude's like He's seven huge. feet tall. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, all the voicemails. You can always leave them 877 77 Bobby. This is Billy.
5: I just want to thank you for writing that book, Fail Until You Don't. I've read it twice, and I just now finally got the promotion after seven years at the city. Kept failing until I
4: didn't. So thank you.
1: Yeah, congratulations. The number one trait of success isn't skill, isn't talent, it's perseverance because the other stuff you'll develop. You'll develop a skill if you keep at it. When people say, hey, Bobby, you're talented, I get offended because I'm not talented. I just have lowered my head and continued to push. So Billy, congratulations. If anyone wants to check out that book, it's called Fail Until You Don't. I wrote it, I'm proud of it. Um, For some reason, people keep buying it. So, So thank you very much. Here's a voicemail we got last night.
5: Morning, studio. Bobby, has anybody ever told you you sound just like Michael J. Fox? But I also wanted to thank you guys for bringing some joy um, into all of our lives right now. It has been a struggle for all of us. Um, I'm a teacher, and listening to your show after work on my walk has definitely brightened on my day. So I hope you guys have a great day.
1: Appreciate that. No, I've never been told Michael J. Fox,
3: but I get it. Yeah, I guess I kind of hear it now. I never thought of it, though. Okay. Say, 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 Doc, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean. Doc, you built a time machine out of a DeLorean.
1: I hear it, Bones. I'm about to go back and I listen to Michael J. Fox now. Okay, let me tell you the story because I read it and I thought, is it weird? Is it loving? You know, it's never easy to get over the loss of someone, and this one guy is keeping the memory of his late wife alive with his new wife. Some people think it's totally creepy. There's a guy, he says he lost his first wife a long time ago, and while he's still not completely over it, he says he's a long way from where he once was. He explains that he tries to keep her memory alive, and one of those ways is by keeping her perfume around so he can keep that scent, her scent, present. And while that doesn't sound so bad, it does when you find out he keeps that scent around by buying that perfume for his current wife. Mm. And he never told her that's why he chose the scent. That's mm. that's tough. It is tough. <laughs> but it's not right. Because he's not, not telling. Wrong. If he was telling her, and he was like, hey, then it... Mm. But nobody's getting hurt.
3: Where do, but, you fall? Where do you fall on this, Eddie? Well, definitely not creepy. I don't think it's a creepy thing. I'm sure it's a real thing that happens when you lose a loved one. But it's definitely not fair either for this new wife to be try to be that old person by wearing her perfume and not even knowing it. It's just a, just 100% not fair to her. That's it. He says he never forced her to wear it.
1: He buys it for her and encourages her, and so she does, and argues that he hasn't tried to do anything else like make her change her look. Okay, well, that would be really crazy. <laughs> Maybe he
3: could just, like, spray it on a shirt. Or, I don't know. No, dude. I think you got to let it go. I think. I've never gone through this before, but I would think that if you want to move on in a new relationship, you'd have to let go of
2: that. Lunchbox. Look, it's a loving way to remember his wife and he married this woman, this new woman. He's in a relationship with her, so he's moved on. It's just maybe that's his favorite perfume smell and it, you know, that's what he likes. I don't see anything wrong with it. There's no maybe it's his favorite smell. He says why. Yeah, Yeah, it's his it's a good smell. I think you just
1: have to be honest about it.
2: No, you can't now, because then she'll be mad. You can't go back like you Well you, she'd have been mad at the beginning too. It's sure. not
1: like early on she's gonna be receptive to it. Bones, I
3: don't think she would do it if she knew.
1: That's why you I can't don't tell either. Her I don't either. I don't, think don't she either. would. I don't either. That that's I'll tell you what we'll post it on Facebook. Oh yeah. A few people over there have opinions. I think they do, yeah. Couple. Yeah, search for the Bobby Bones show on Facebook and let us know. Apparently it's bad for your own health to hold grudges because you're just increasing your own stress and you're at a greater risk of heart attack and if you forgive those who have wronged you, you'll experience a reduction in stress symptoms. You know, I got about two grudges I'm still holding. Uh-oh. Ooh. How old are those? One's about seven years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other's like 20. Oh, boy. bo let it go, dude. Dude, I can't let, I, the one in the past seven years, I can almost shake off. It's, it's a definitely a Nashville grudge. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: i oh. trying to think of what this could be.
1: Exactly. It's an artist. Okay. It's de- oh. it's it's a guy. It's definitely a grudge. Oh, got it. That I'm just like, you know what? I'm never going to get over it. Secondly, the other one is like Austin.
3: Oh, boy. That's home rooted. <laughs> well, dude, you got to think, like, you know what? Like, my heart can just have an attack. Do I you remember ain't... the reason for these two? Like, the real reason? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you should probably still have the grudge. Yeah. Just say, if you can't remember what you're fighting for but anymore,
1: mostly I do a pretty good job. I go, you know, it's not worth the stress, the anger. I don't want anyone to, it, taking that space up in my head. <laughs> However, it, there are two folks in Austin. Mm. Oh. They were together. Oh, I remember oh, this. Okay, I oh, got it. Boy. I got a big old butt cheek they can still kiss. Because they made my life a living hell.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Huh.
3: And then the Nashville one, eh, you know, it is what it is. Is it causing you stress like this thing? Don't up? even think about it.
1: Okay. Until it comes up and I'm like, yep, still got a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. There
3: isn't, it just, uh,
1: yeah. on my gravestone, it'll be like, still held a grudge. Oh gosh, for these, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Getting fired up thinking about it. Amy should be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. I'm going to get a new tooth put in.
3: Oh, is it the one oh, that you... Right after the show today, I got to go I broke it. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I got to go get the other one put on. I've had a temporary end. But it held all weekend. I was going to say, because I don't see a gap, so but you're good. It held all weekend. So oh. uh, thank you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.
4: Bobby Bowls. <laughs>